Paul Reagan is the former chairman of Pontypridd Town AFC and the new chairman, well I say new chairman, still the chairman of the club but now of Pontypridd United. Uh, Paul, first of all a very warm welcome to the show, glad you could join us. Uh, no problem at all, good to be with you. So the news perhaps unexpected by some, out of nowhere, by uh, quite a, for quite a few. Tell us why you think now is the right time to change the name of the club. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's something that we've been discussing um, as a board for a while. Um, there's there, there's obvious um, pushback on the name, um, as you would expect, um, in terms of the club and and its history. But um, at the same time, we're obviously very keen to make sure we 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 evolve. We're growing considerably as a club, and and we felt that the promotion to the top tier. The JD Cymru uh, Welsh, uh, effectively the Welsh Premier League, um, was an ideal opportunity to make that move. Um, the profile obviously increases considerably when you when you step up to that level, uh, and uh, we felt that it would be if we were going to do it, we needed to make that step now, not not you know next season. Um, let's let's grab the ball by the horns and do it do it today, and and obviously that's what we are we are announcing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in your uh, press release, you mentioned there are a number of reasons behind the proposed change, which include the realization that the wider club does not play in the ta- not only in the town, but in Treforest itself. Um, also, as a growing club, we wish to be more inclusive within Pontypridd and the surrounding areas. Now, I know the club has had its critics in recent history, uh, perhaps for reasons that haven't all been the fault of the club, admittedly, but. Why is the changing of the name of the club not an admission that you haven't had uh, or the best interests of the community at the heart of the club recently? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good point. Good question. Um, but the, the reasoning behind it is, is obviously I can't. I've been involved now for effectively 12 months in chair of the club for the past six. And, you know, we're, we're, my role very much is all about evolution. It's all about being able to scale the club and, and making sure that we can strengthen ourselves as an organisation. Obviously, what went on previously, I I have no no control over. Um, those days are gone. And it's important for us as a club that we are more inclusive. Um, and I think the, the there are some issues that are identified by the marketeers um, around the branding, um, one being Pontypridd Town. And as you rightly allude, we don't just play in the town um also um you know we are looking to be more inclusive um uh, it's a big club um certainly when i first got involved and had my first meeting and and understood what actually the club was engaged with i was i was pretty shocked because we're talking about an organization with pushing on for 25 teams over 700 players we cater now for under fives um, through to um, sort of under-13s on the grassroots side, which is mixed as well as um, uh, boys and girls. Um, we then got the academy, uh, which takes us, um, you know, up to a sort of under-16 uh, age group, and that's important. That enables those players who are looking to kick on and and um, for the for the creating a pathway, if you like, which is one of the problems I felt when I first got to the club was that, it is it is key that we actually, if we pick up a, a five-year-old and, and that, that kid decides to play, that child decides to play with the club, it's nice that they can actually go all the way through now to effectively professional football with 
with um, the men's, and I'm sure in time the ladies' game will evolve that way as well um, at, at Welsh Premiership level if it's it's not already starting to do that. So um, the inclusivity is key. Um, the the other issue I think that was brought up um, was the identification because. Um, you know, there is Pontypri Town. I'll tell you a story. I was at breakfast recently and somebody thanked Pontypri RFC for for um, sponsoring the, the you know, the breakfast when actually it was Pontypri AFC, <laughs> Pontypri Town AFC, not Pontypri AFC. So it's all quite confusing. So we felt this was a, an ideal opportunity to um, retaining this, the, the colour scheme and the, and the logo with a couple of small tweaks and Branding as Pontypri United, people know that's a football club. Um, the profile of the club is going to go through the roof, which is the job of the men's and women's first team to keep raising the profile, keep pushing boundaries, and trying to ensure we stay playing at that level and we provide that opportunity to watch Welsh Premiership football in 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 RCT um, uh, as well as Pontypri. Um, and and we felt this was the right time to um, mm-hmm. to to make that statement. Absolutely. And, you know, as you quite rightly said earlier, um, it's the first time in 25 years that uh, a side in RCT has both a men's and women's team playing top tier football uh, uh, regarding the domestic pyramid in Wales, which is quite something when you think about it. But we'll come back to that later on. While we're on the topic of confusion, um, the club's close relationship with USW has perhaps come under fire ever so um, ever so slightly in the sense that, uh, um, you know, critics have been calling the club a, a university team in all but name um, and that actually uh, you know that's where they get their money from and that they aren't um, again going back to the community point really that they aren't uh, looking towards the community uh, in order to develop their club um, first of all tell us why you might think that that's wrong and secondly um, tell us whether that came into the decision process in terms of changing the name of the club again um, that is wrong, um, and I can only speak of, of my experience over the past um, six to twelve months. I, I have literally just left a couple of hour meeting with USW, where we have a uh, effectively a formalised working towards a formal, a more, more detailed formalised partnership. Um, because you know, yes, we are effectively a tenant on their facility, um, but, but but there are so many benefits that we bring to each other. Um, We have the benefit of fantastic facilities, uh, which is great for bringing uh, Welsh Premiership football to South Wales, um, in in addition to obviously the couple of other clubs that that participate in at that level. Um, We we work very closely with the university in terms of um, us being able to, uh, through the academy section, being able to get out to local schools. Um, that is a big area for me. That's something that my experience at the Cardiff Devils, we did a lot of, and it was, um, I felt that was hugely rewarding that we're actually getting into schools and we're taking the sport to the schools and we're looking to engage with the schools and at the same time uh, being able to run soccer camps for the community. There's a lot. You know, we're, we're talking about several hundred several hundred young people here that are participating through throughout the club in in what we do um and unfortunately um you know we we don't uh, the one wish i had is that we all played at the very at the same venue um but it, it's just not practical um for that to be the case and 
if you look at Cardiff City, you know, everybody doesn't play off the same pitch, do they? They, they have to spread themselves. You get to a size where you just have to do that. And our ambitions are to, are to grow that community around the um, the icing on the cake, obviously, is the, is the men's and the women's premier soccer, which is great. The fact that we've got premiership football here is fantastic for the for RCT and surrounding areas. Um, we'd love to bring Champions League football New and new Europa football to to uh, to the, you know to the locality as well, um, but we've got to use that for the right reasons and and the right reasons are to grow grassroots football. I see it as two tier, a two tier approach really. FAW has the challenge and a massive challenge at that at greatly improving the facilities of grassroots football in this country. Football's growing rapidly. Um, the facilities we're way behind that of other countries and certainly other other local nations so we need to get to grips with that our job um, as the football clubs particularly the premiership clubs is to make sure that we can continually invest within our communities and grow the grassroots so the facilities is one aspect of it um, getting to the schools and getting people to buy into sport um, particularly football um, which is obviously our, our, our specialist and that's where we are putting a huge amount of energy and I think all of that bodes extremely well for Welsh football over the next five years. Well, the only reason I ask these questions, Paul, is to give you know to give yourself and others at the club a chance to set the record straight and add some clarity to the situation as well. And the things you mentioned there, um, they're the things that you're already doing as a club. Um, and with att- you know with attendances, I think there was one uh, at home to Ammonford last season recorded as sixty five. Another recorded as, as just seventy. That's in the Cymru South. Um, for a club that wants to uh, be bringing larger numbers through the turnstiles on a Saturday afternoon, and of course midweek now you're in the Cymru Premier as well. Um, simply changing the name won't be enough to change anything in practice, or will it? Uh, well, we think it will because um, it's the springboard. The change of name is just a name, but it's it's important that uh, people are associated with um, a football club and they understand who Pontypridd United is. And that obviously we won't achieve all of our goals just by doing a simple name change. But it's the springboard that we need. Um, we've been waiting and holding fire on many many aspects of our social media and marketing campaigns. Um, until we got the name change approved. So now that we've done that, it's all systems go, and uh, over the coming weeks now there'll be an intense, you know, there'll be there'll be greatly um, marketing bandwagon that is will be greatly intensified. Um, our, we're not looking, we're looking at pre-season warm-up games um, starting, you know, probably in about a month's time. So um, we've got a month to go very hard on this, and obviously we want to get as many people down to the USW Sport Park to watch um, watch the club uh, participate at this level and um, they'll see a very different welcome. Um, there will be more people there. Uh, there's much, much more interest in what's going on. We're seeing that on the business club sponsorship side, um, which is which is great. Um, the Pontypridd United Business Club is again being launched and, and rebranded. Um, so there are a lot there. There are lots of um, additional benefits that we're looking to bring in. Pine a pint, the older for the traditionalists who wants a pine a pint and program. Well, it's important that, that they're available and they will be at the ground, which is not something we've done before. Um, we're looking at, 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 at half-time entertainment. We're looking at what we're doing with the schools and engaging them in the whole match day experience. 
rather than just um, you know uh, the, the the young and the old just turning up for a game. So it is an experience. It's, it's not just a game of football. That's the way I look at it, and something that we've put to um, you know the staff at the club and 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 the volunteers um, to you know to work towards um, uh, with our marketing guys on on how we can make this a real memorable occasion. Paul, incredible stuff. Thank you very much indeed for joining us and the time you've given us for this exclusive interview here on GTFM. Very best of luck for the season ahead and the preparations for that. And uh, I'm sure it won't be the last we hear of you in the near future. Yeah, look forward. Thanks for the call and uh, and certainly look forward to uh, reporting back as we uh, go on this exciting journey.